I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Welcome to First Formation, a spiritual exercise for high church lowlifes looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join us every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 119, verses 65 through 72. You have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. Before I was humbled, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The arrogant smear me with lies, but with my whole heart I keep your precepts. Their hearts are fat and gross, but I delight in your law. It is good for me that I was humbled so that I might, so that I might learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Leviticus chapter 4 verses 27 through 31 and chapter 5 verses 14 through 16. If any one of the ordinary people among you sins unintentionally in doing any of the things that the Lord's commandments ought not to be done and incurs guilt, when the sin that you have committed is made known to you, you shall bring a, you shall bring a female goat without blemish as your offering for the sin that you have committed. You shall lay your hand on the head of the sin offering, and the sin offering shall be slaughtered at the place of the burnt offering. The priest shall take some of its blood with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and he shall pour out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. He shall remove all its fat, as the fat is removed from the offering of well-being, and the priest shall turn it into smoke on the altar for a pleasing odor to the Lord. Thus the priest shall make atonement on your behalf, and you shall be forgiven. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, When any of you commit a trespass and sin unintentionally in any of the holy things of the Lord, you shall bring as your guilt offering to the Lord a ram without blemish from the flock, convertible into silver by the sanctuary shekel. It is a guilt offering. You shall make restitution for the holy thing in which you were remiss, and shall add one-fifth to it and give it to the priest. The priest shall make atonement on your behalf with 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 the ram of the guilt offering, and you shall be forgiven. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 11 through 17. Beloved, I urge you as aliens and exiles to abstain from the desires of the flesh that wage war against the soul. Conduct yourselves honorably among the Gentiles, so that though they may malign you as evildoers, they may see your honorable deeds and glorify God when he comes to judge. For the Lord's sake, accept the authority of every human institution, whether of the emperor or as whether of the emperor as supreme or of governors as sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to praise those who do right. For it is God's will that by doing right you should silence the ignorance of the foolish. As servants of God, live as free people, yet do not use your freedom as a pretext for evil. Honor everyone, love the family of believers, fear God, honor the emperor. Good morning and welcome to the 15th Monday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 119, Leviticus 4 and 5, and finally 1 Peter 2. In the first first Peter reading, um, I remember from my time 
considering uh, becoming a conscientious objector, non-combatant CO, um, because it talks about authorities and powers, and um, it goes hand in hand with Paul's letter to the Romans in chapter 13. Um, in in that, it encourages believers to accept the authority of every human institution, um, whether that's the highest power, like the emperor or the president, or governors, um, and uh, the author of this letter probably um, wrote it after Paul's letter to the Romans because, like Paul, this author encourages readers uh, in the belief that, um, or the conviction that authorities are sent by God to punish those who do wrong and praise those who do right. Um, and for... I don't know, I'm sure those who have been listening long enough would have picked up on verse 71 in the psalm. It's good for me that I was humbled so I might learn your statutes. Um, These readings sometimes don't always lead us in the way (laughs) uh, we anticipate. I don't know um, uh, a whole lot about Leviticus other than there's a whole lot of different offerings um, here this morning we heard about the uh, the burnt offering of well-being and then also the guilt offering. Um, but for some reason, RCL paired those two with this reading from First Peter 2. And um, when I read uh, verse 15 from the, the letter, um, you should silence the ignorance of the foolish by doing God's will. Um, and I, I, I know that many people I know and love will interpret that as, uh, you know, like atheists or Democrats or maybe Republicans, I don't know, um, of those people who will be made fools by us doing God's will. Um, but the, um, the very next line, um, don't use your freedom as a pretext for evil, um, uh, struck me. So I, I started thinking um, the ignorance of the foolish and uh, a lot of a lot of people I'm um, I, I know well would probably think of uh, Trump supporters as the foolish ones who are to be made wise uh, or I'm sorry to, that will be made foolish and I know, I'm confident that um, uh, those same people would think the same thing of of me and a lot of others uh, that I'm that I know well. Um, but the that doing or rather not using your freedom for pretext for evil, um, it, it makes me think actually of the pandemic and whether um, we've taken freedom as we understand it too far. Um, and, uh, the, 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 the freedom that we believe we've inherited as Americans, either born citizens or naturalized, uh, I think we do often take it for granted. And I think we sometimes use our freedom for pretext as a pretext for evil. Um, and that may be, you know, not wearing masks, uh, that may be uh, initiating wars against countries that 
don't pose a threat to us. Um, and as I've all, I've often found, uh, scripture can cut both ways. Um, and so without that, that kind of grounding foundation from the Psalm, uh, that, that we count it as good, that we are humbled, um, I think is important. I was sitting in on a, a college class before I went to seminary, a, a Christian college class, and there's this quote that I I will probably butcher, but I think it was by Alexander Campbell. This class I sat in on was uh, a history class, church history class, and they were discussing some, to me, obscure um, denomination, the Campbellites. And Alexander Campbell said um, the circumference or the, the um, one cannot uh, arrive at the gospel but through uh, the uh, circumference of humility. Basically, you can't really get at the gospel if you are not um, humble, um, if you don't kind of lay all your baggage down. Um, and a lot of us think that we've laid our baggage down, and sometimes we haven't. Um, <clears throat> and I think it's it's too easy to um, just kind of get into, you know, just back and forth. Um, what does it look like to humble ourselves um, and put our own ideological um, expectations and desires and conditioning on hold? Uh, to really uh, connect with another human being who claims the same faith as as we do, um, and so the, this First Peter uh, chapter two just I don't know brings up a lot of things for me in the discussion between pacifism and just war and conservative and progressive, and um, I think that it's. Yeah, it's too easy um, to just kind of try and get into a debate without end because we've refused to um, put our our rhetorical or ideological weapons down and humble ourselves. Um, and I think, frankly, it only takes one. I don't think that it's necessary that um, that each person in a, a conversation is uh, you know perfectly humble. I think it only takes one person. As my mom used to say, um, we're in control of our own actions, nobody else. Um, and it's up to us to lay our weapons down um, and hear what uh, people are saying. Listen through all the kind of typical rhetorical you know baggage and understand them for what their needs are. Um, that was uh, a privilege I had when uh, the night that uh, current administration Donald Trump was elected, I was in France on pilgrimage and I had to make sense of, of this really surprising event in light of what for me was a really important spiritual exercise. Um, and one thing that Martin uh, became or began to represent much more to me was his time that he spent among the pagans. And pagan um, was just a, a pejorative term for anybody that the civilized world, quote-unquote, looked down upon. It wasn't a religious under, undertone at all. 
It was um, rustic, backwoods, MAGA hat hat wearing, um, uh, you know, everything we think of. um, That was what it meant to be a pagan. And yet Martin spent time among them. And he didn't always behave in ways that I really appreciate. Um, But he committed himself uh, to living among them and, and serving people that, um, for him, coming from a very high-ranking position in the, the Imperial Guard, and his father was also a high-ranking official, like he was leaving the privilege he had, and he struggled with it, um, but he, he never ceased to humble himself. He always thought of others as better and higher and, and more important than his own needs. Um, and so he is able to um, live among and minister with, and sometimes to, um, people that he didn't really, um, he certainly didn't agree with and share in the same kind of ways of life. Um, all that being said, uh, the podcast will, I hope, continue to, I need to add uh, a better intro bumper, which I'll get to. But as I said on Friday, there's uh, changes that I'm hoping to incorporate as I develop and hopefully start launching uh, Ponder Exchange as a, as a standalone podcast and first formation as its own thing. Um, I appreciate you, you listening. And if things are, are kind of still getting juggled around and landing, um, I hope you'll excuse the confusion and disarray. Um, but uh, I think it will, I think Ponder Exchange will be something that will be really um, fun and participatory. So I hope you all stick around and listen to that podcast as well. And I'm, I'm sure I'll let everybody here at First Formation know when that's ready to go. Um, and I hope you'll support me in that as well. I know I usually use pre-composed prayers, uh, typically from the Book of Common Prayer or some poetry for this section, but I have invited in the past, I, I'm not as good about reminding people, invited my listeners to share their prayer requests, at which point I would compose a prayer and share it with everybody. Um, and uh, this week, my family has a prayer. Um, we recently moved from the Appalachian Abbey, uh, rather reluctantly on my part, and um, just by happenstance, our four-year-old uh, had her her um, pediatric appointment. They did a blood test, a uh, finger prick blood test for lead uh, for the state of Maryland that's required. And she had a very high level of lead. Um, don't go reading about lead. It's scary as shit. Needless to say, we're nervous as fuck. Um, and tomorrow on Tuesday, we go in to um, get a, a venous blood draw. Um, we also have a one-year-old who also spent time, and uh, our oldest also had a lead test before we moved into the Abbey, and it was it was normal. And so something in the Abbey had lead. We don't know anything other than that. Uh, we also have a one-year-old, um, and at that age, she's even more susceptible to lead. Um, and so it's a really scary time figuring out what we know, um, trying to keep ourselves from spiraling based on what we don't know 
or what we're afraid of. Um, and tomorrow we'll know um, a little bit more precisely what both of their blood levels are. And, and Laura and I will get tested as well. But that's, um, if you're a parent, uh, you know that that can be pretty scary. Um, so I uh, ask your prayers for my family um, and especially our children who may have some some level of lead poisoning.